Robert Blake died, and I was watching him the other night on one of those old Johnny Carson shows that run on Antenna TV. And when he was ever a guest um, tonight or with Tom Snyder, it was fascinating. What a character, huh? Oh, fantastic. I watched uh, an interview after the word came out last night that he died. Uh, I went, you know, and did a deep dive into YouTube, and I watched an interview that was on Johnny Carson, which he was great with Carson. He had such a chemistry with him. But uh, Orson Welles was also uh, one of the guests on the show. And uh, Robert Blake was making fun of Orson Welles' weight, (laughs) and it got... Uh, tense and uh, extremely uncomfortable. Uh, I watched an interview that he did with Tom Snyder, uh, and he poured his guts out. On, I remember, yeah. Uh, Tom, Tom mm-hmm. Snyder, yeah, of yeah. everything that had gone wrong in his life and addiction and abuse and failed uh, romance. And uh, it was fascinating. One of the many reasons that I, I loved. Uh, Tom Snyder uh, as an interviewer. But, uh, yeah, Robert Blake was just completely unpredictable on talk shows. And I guess that's why people, you know, loved him slash couldn't stand him. Uh, He was, you know, very polarizing in that way. Uh, Everyone will remember him best for his uh, 70s cop show. Maybe remember this theme song. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Keep your Maybe Arriba. one of the greatest yeah. theme songs of all time, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Sammy Davis Jr. singing uh, "Keep Your Eye on the Sparrow," the theme song from Beretta, for which Robert Blake won an Emmy Award. This extremely irreverent uh, detective uh, with the cockatoo on his shoulder most of the time. Uh, he started off as uh, a child actor in the 1930s in the Our Gang series. He had a number of uh, you know roles as a kid and went on to other television shows and motion pictures, probably most famous uh, for the lead role in Truman Capote's In Cold Blood. Uh, It was in the year 2001 that uh, he was charged with murdering his wife at the time, a charge for which he was acquitted, Uh, but he uh, was uh, he, he did have to pay a substantial amount of money for the civil trial that came uh, out of that as well. It pretty much stayed out of the limelight uh, ever since then. But he died yesterday of uh, heart disease. He was uh, 89 years old. And uh, a star fiddler on the roof passed away also, right? Yeah, maybe uh, maybe the, the most quintessential actor to play the role of Tevya, the milkman in Fiddler on the Roof. Chaim Topol uh, started off as an entertainer with the Israeli army uh, and uh, went on to do motion pictures. He won a couple of Golden Globe Awards. 
but his big break came in the early 70s when he was chosen to play Tevia over Zero Mostel, who originated the role on Broadway. And uh, Topol became the quintessential uh, milkman with uh, all of his daughters and singing tradition and all the great songs from uh, Fiddler on the Roof. He would star in a revival on Broadway in uh, 1990, uh, but he passed away. His family uh, said that he had been suffering with Alzheimer's, and he was 87 years old. Just so we don't uh, do only death notices here, we've got a nice happy birthday to shout out today, don't we? I love this because uh, this is one of my favorite guests of all time uh, on on, uh, the radio show, Barbara Eden, TV's I Dream of Jeannie, uh, who lived in the Chicago area for a while, uh, but she turned 91 years old. And if you saw a picture of her today, you would never in a million years guess her age. She is uh, beautiful and very active, and uh, it's terrific. And one of the reasons that I uh, loved her as a guest, we had a terrific interview. And, Bob, you remember this when we were over in Tribune Tower, you know, right in the window. People would always knock on the window. They were always trying to distract you. Mm-hmm. And Barbara Eden, you know, during one of the breaks, Barbara Eden said to me, isn't it distracting being here in the window? And my standard joke was, no, it's fine. I don't even notice until they uh, put their butts up against the window. <laughs> and and we laughed and finished the interview. And then uh, uh, Barbara Eden left, and I saw her outside in my, kind of my peripheral vision, signing autographs for people in Michigan Avenue. And I, I continued, you know, doing the show, and I, I looked up. Somebody was trying to get in the window. It was Barbara Eden who had uh, was pushing her body up against the uh, window. <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped. I stopped what I was doing. It's like, okay, well, in our next segment, I said, oh my gosh, Barbara Eden's flashing me on the window. Nobody can see this except me. Barbara Eden flashing me. Gotta uh, love one that. Of our great showcase studio moments. Yeah, talk about dreaming a genie. Uh, Dean, what's this about the Oscars using a beige carpet this year? <laughs> yeah, this is the first time since the early 1960s, I'm told, that there will not be a red carpet for the Academy Awards. I don't know why they decided to change it. Uh, I, I have no idea what's behind all of this. Maybe the red carpet, just after all of these years, has finally faded in color. <laughs> and now it's uh, a beige color. But, no, it's going to be uh, the celebrities will be walking the beige carpet. It doesn't have the same uh, you know, glamour to me in, in saying that. But that's the big news out of Hollywood this morning, <laughs> that the carpet color uh, has changed. Some, some consultant said, you know, the ratings will be better if right. we switch colors on the carpet. Yeah, let's change the color of the carpeting. That way no one will think about what happened last year with the slap. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what's uh, what's the uh, big prediction from you this year? Well, I think it's going to be a huge night for the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Bob's favorite movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> every, people are either in Bob's camp where they didn't like it, didn't get it, Thought it was too esoteric, a variety of reasons, wasn't their kind of movie. I kind of lean that way, to be honest with you. But um, 
you know, or some people are thinking it's the most brilliant, clever, creative, and you know that's what the award voters this season ha- have been saying because it's won everything, mm. uh, all of the different award shows, and I think that on Sunday night we're going to see it repeat. Uh, I believe that Michelle Yeoh from the movie will win Best Actress. I think that Ki Hugh Kwan from the movie will win Best Supporting Actor honors. Uh, there is a chance that Jamie Lee Curtis from the movie could win Best Supporting Actress, although I am picking, and I think the Academy voters are going to vote for Angela Bassett. Uh, from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, uh, in that particular category. And I think that Brendan Fraser is also uh, going to win uh, over uh, Austin Butler from the Elvis movie. I think Brendan Fraser from The Whale will wind up being best uh, actor just based on kind of the momentum and how Academy voters have been voting in, in different guilds and things through the years. As far as the Best Picture nominees, they are Elvis, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inishirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, or Women Talking, and I think the winner there is going to be a very easy Everything Everywhere All at Once. If that doesn't happen, it'll be a pretty big upset and a pretty big surprise. Uh, I think that the Daniels, as they are called, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinhart, the directors of Everything Everywhere, uh, will win uh, Best Directing Honor. So I think that's going to be the big story of the night. Uh, if all of that comes true, it's going to be kind of a boring ceremony without surprises. You know, they've got this uh, crisis team to make sure that nothing unexpected happens, uh, which may take all the spontaneity out of the program. Yeah, we like the unexpected. We yeah. like a celebrity going nuts and, and on stage. Like I said, I think this is all going to be up to Jimmy Kimmel, the host, to keep it uh, interesting. So that's that's going to be Saturday night. I know a lot of people don't like to watch award shows. Sunday and, night, you mean, right? Uh, Sunday night, rather, right. Mm-hmm. And as a, a public service to you, the audience, I watch the show so you don't have to. <laughs> and I will recap it all here with Bob on uh, Monday morning. Anything interesting playing at the theater this weekend? A couple of uh, new movies uh, that are opening this week. Scream 6 is opening, if you like uh, horror movies. Uh, it is even more violent than the other Scream movies that have come out. Many of the same uh, cast members are back again. I got to say that my my tolerance for extremely violent movies in the last year or so has just really, really uh, changed. Uh, you know, I used to go to a movie like this and you know, you know, love if it was something completely outrageous. And I think now there's just so much ultra violence in real life exactly it's hard for me to sit through a movie like this yeah i agree uh and uh so i I gave it a dean's list c there's nothing wrong with the making of the movie but i just uh, i I just can't take these ultra violent movies anymore woody harrelson's got this new movie called champions uh that's opening this week in which he is a minor league basketball coach who a judge orders to uh, coach a team of intellectually disabled players. It's a very well-intentioned movie. It's kind of a light comedy. It doesn't really break any new ground, but it does have heart, and it will leave you with a nice feeling. So I gave Champions uh, B-. Both of those movies are in theaters only. We've got uh, Annie at the Cadillac Palace Theater, 
through March the 19th. Goodman's got a world premiere of a new play called Leolina about a family coming from Iraq trying to make a new life for themselves here in Chicago. Big Fish is out at the Marriott Theater in Lincolnshire. Uh, Phil Lesh, uh, formerly of Grateful Dead, is at the Salt Shed on Elston Avenue, Saturday and Sunday. Tonight at the Salt Shed, uh, the wonderfully weird Iggy Pop is performing. <laughs> and uh, if you love, uh, you know, you want to get a little Irish uh, uh, entertainment on this weekend with the Dying of the River on Saturday, the Downtown Parade on Saturday, <clears throat> and then the Southside Parade on uh, Sunday. By the way, look for Bozo and the WGN-TV crew on uh, the float and the Southside Parade on a Sunday. But there's all kinds of music everywhere going on. I draw your attention specifically to uh, the Irish American Heritage Center on the northwest side of Chicago on uh, Knox Avenue. They have their St. Pat's Fest, which is going on all day long uh, tomorrow. It's kind of a tradition. You go to the downtown parade and then you go out to the Irish American and Heritage Center for food and music and uh, all kinds of family uh, activities. You might be able to find a green beer or two if you look very carefully uh, uh, at the uh, event uh, as well. So that's, that's tomorrow. Uh, is the Chicago River going to be dyed beige this year? <laughs> would be that would be the ultimate and blasphemy. No. <laughs> Have a good weekend. Thank all right. you, Dean. See you guys.